Welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Telesbo. I am your amateur. And I'm your professional. And thank you for joining us. We're back two weeks in a row. Yeah, back on track. Yeah, and uh, if you're missing the theme song, my computer is a piece of garbage. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> my computer was fine. I bought my wife a new computer, and she was having problems with it. And I thought, like, okay, she, you know, she's overtaxing it or something. Something's wrong. So I switched her to mine. You know, I just switched her stuff over to mine, re- rebooted hers, like reinstalled Windows and everything. And uh, it's a piece of garbage. Like, there's just something wrong with it. Like, the touchpad won't work. It takes it takes me about five, ten minutes to edit and post one of about ten minutes from start to finish to not counting, like, download time, you know, just wow. importing time okay. to um, post one of our episodes. If I'm if I've got my hustle on, you know, and that's including like writing the description, getting everything posted up, and sending it out to you fine people. Uh, it's ta- without putting in the theme music, it's taking me f- close to ninety minutes with this computer. Whoa! So leaving out the theme music is probably honestly saving me about an hour. Wow! So um, when I get this computer, you know, returned and exchanged and everything worked out on that one, then we'll, we'll come back to the feeling music. So, or if I just end up using another computer, but, uh, I apologize. <laughs> so, um, but oh. we'll get it back on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Or, or we'll just have to figure out how to like get a MIDI in here and just actually insert it. Oh, don't worry about yep. it. Chris yep. says, he, I think I might have one. Yeah. We'll play with it. We'll, we'll figure it out and we'll play with it. Um, this is a very amateur, amateur podcast. So, Pro-Am Disc Golf, oh, Amateur Amateur Podcast. Yeah. Uh, I went out and played some disc golf this week. You have not. No. Why have you not, Chris? I am getting tattooed all the time right now. Should I be? No. Am I? Yeah. So between volleyball practice and getting tattooed, I'm immobile most yeah. of the rest of the time. I had no idea Chris was so into My Little Pony, but... You know, got to get what you got to get. Yeah. So stay in, stay tuned. You'll see it soon. Yeah, rainbow, Ponies everywhere. Rainbow sparkle shine. Oh, yeah. Glows in the dark too. I think. Do they have glow in the dark tattoos? Oh yeah, you can get. You, it doesn't even show up. Like you can get, you know, visible tattoos with glow ink. They barely show, and then in the dark they glow. Huh. So it's like a black light, or yeah. it's like a. Yeah. Huh. It might even absorb like just ambient light and then glow a little bit. They're pretty cool. That is kind of cool. I, I Chris and I were talking about this before recording. I have no tattoos, nor do I have desire to have tattoos. Chris has many tattoos. Uh, how many do you, would you even say you have? I know. I was thinking about that the other day. So I have... Because I they've all kind of blended in together. The, is this one or two? I would say that's at least two, unless you got them done at the same time. I did not. But they're like starting to become one. It, now, was your intention for them to become one when you got the first sort one? Sort of. What was the first one? The word. Okay. They're showing me his arm. And then I'm filling in around it. Okay. So I, I, I would say one, two, three, four. I would say I have five. Including that one? Yep. Okay. One, two, three, four, leg. Okay. Five. But they're big. Two of them are big. Yeah. Okay. Well, even the... That's that's not big. That, I would say the one that's not is the one on your wrist, because he's got a little vegan symbol on his wrist. Yeah, I branded myself. Actually, someone else did it. I could not draw that well left-handed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, never. Now, if you start eating meat, are you going to get, like, the USDA beef? Love no, beef. I'm what just not going to eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's for dinner. 
Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The cow with the check mark in it. Yeah. they. Yeah. Uh, that's what they put on the Justice. DD did a stamp, like certified Angus. Oh, I didn't it's know so that. so beefy. I did Justice. Know that. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I think it's that same little circle stamp with the cow in it. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. So that's on a Frisbee already. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Fun fact. Speaking of Frisbees. Uh, we have some. Oh, but I didn't finish my thought. So I did play some disc golf. Oh. Uh, there's snow on the ground <laughs> here in Salt Lake City. And uh, I went out and only played one round since, well, since I played Nebraska, I think, um, which is not that much playing golf, but uh, beautiful, like soft, you know, crystal powder snow, like just super lightweight snow. Uh, and it was great to, to, you know, be walking around and out there playing. So I was very careful about my disc selection through hot pink, fluorescent yellow, fluorescent orange, like very bright, very contrasting colors. Uh, had stump wandered around looking for discs probably three or four times, found them all, but because they would just sneak a little bit under the snow, you couldn't see them until yep. like one I found because I stepped on it. Yeah. You have to look for that little entry. Well, yeah. And then you can, the way I found a lot of them is by finding actually the trail, like where it would skip and, mm-hmm. and land in. So I felt like a, like a tracker. That's, that's the only way I can do it is you look for the entry and then yeah. you clear out until you find it. Yeah. And no, then, it was nuts. Yeah. And this, these are like very, very bright discs, but you get up on them and it's an inch under the snow and you can kind of see a little haze yeah. of yellow. Yeah. If you don't, so. if you don't live with snow, you have no idea. Well, and with this light, like champagne snow that we like, we just, Utah has very good powder snow and we've had the storms and cold weather. That's just kept it very nice. Mm-hmm. Once it freezes over, then it's, you know, kind of bulletproof and fun and it'll just dagger in and stop, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, I played okay yeah. for, for playing in the snow. That's good. Played fairly conservatively. I figured out like a little nine hole at roots. Okay. So just play the first six and then was it 16 back? Yep. 17. Yep. Uh, no. You stay on 15, a, 16, 7. Yeah. The, or, nor- the north half of the park. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yes. And then you can get nine or stretch it into 11 yep. if you want to. Right. So I'm familiar. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good, good so, time. It was fun. Snow, snow golf is sometimes fun for me. I, I'm I like of, it. I'm kind of a wimp. With uh, being cold, especially my hands, because then grip goes, and then my hand hurts, and I get frustrated. So if I'm if I'm like committing to a snow round, and I have the warmers and the pouch and the jackets and everything, then I'm then I'm okay. I have to think of it almost as a different sport. Yeah, I can't like be like spontaneously. I want to go disc golfing. It's yeah. Like, okay, hold on. Let me go pack the bag with my snow gear, and then we can go. Yeah, it's like uh, hiking is a lot of fun, and snowshoeing is a lot of fun. Yeah. And you're basically doing the same thing. You're walking around, but it hiking through the snow is not very fun. Snowshoeing can be a lot of fun. Hiking through the snow if you're not postholing is fine, but if you're walking through deep snow, it's not fun. Yeah. I've done it many, many, many times. No, nothing worse than going for a hike and ending up in snow. Yeah. Well, like waist deep snow yeah. that you're, yeah. But if you're snowshoeing and you can just kind of float on top of it, then it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's a different thing. You're not going to go as fast. You're not going to cover as much miles in the same time. Uh, but that's okay. You're doing something different. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel like playing in the real snow is. That's, if it's just cold, then it's cold. You know, yeah. if it's just winter and it's cold, then I'm playing disc golf and it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was probably six inches of snow. Yeah, that's enough. That's yeah. getting in your shoes and... Wore boots. Oh. Pulled oh, my pants over my boots. And, yeah. I almost bought gaiters just for snow. 
I have some gaiters, and I kind of wish I had them, but the sweatpants I was wearing got nice, like, nice. held tight enough over my hiking boots. So. Nice. Way to be. Yeah. Just wear the right gear. Yeah. Yeah. Be prepared. I, yeah. If I was wearing shoes, even like Gore-Tex shoes that I normally play in, or waterproof shoes that I normally play in, would have been a very different experience. I will say, I do have a pair of waterproof socks. Oh. Compliments of Alex. He got them for me for Kansas last year, I think. I nice. I don't remember why. I've heard people love those. I love them. You put them on, it feels terrible. It feels like a plastic bag on your foot. Uh-huh. But then you play in them and your feet stay dry. So even when snow is like enveloping my shoe, my feet stay dry. Yeah. So See, I would rather just wear a waterproof shoe and keep the snow out, keep the water out. Well, I, I wear waterproof shoes, but they're only, you know. No, but that's what I mean, like yeah. a boot or a gator. And yeah. You can get you, gators. <laughs> this is, we're so off topic. No, snow golf. <laughs> yeah, there that's, we go. That's a, that's a Utah thing. Um. So I, I wanted gators for a while for not for even playing disc golf. It was before I was playing disc golf, but just for hiking or different things. Um, and uh, go to REI and look for gators. And they're not cheap. It's like 70, 80, you know, sometimes over $100 for a pair of gators. A couple of years ago, I looked on Amazon and found a very good pair that worked great. I got some for my wife and I. She wears them all the time, mm-hmm. um, you know, because she'll get up early and go hiking in the winter. Uh I think they were like $15, $10, something like that. Solid. And they work great. Solid. So uh, if you want to get out and play in the wintertime, get some gators and go stomp through the snow. Or if it's just wet or muddy wherever you are, it'll uh, it'll help. What they're good for too is, and people don't always use it for this, is just keeping sand and dirt out yeah. of your shoes too. Or so if you, stickers. Yeah. So if you play in like a briar patch or in the desert, it's a nice way to kind of just keep everything out and keep everything a little bit protected. So. Yeah. Nothing worse than digging those little barbs out of your socks. There's a few things that are worse, but that's pretty bad. In the disc golf world? Your tattoo looks more painful to me than that. Oh, I guess in the disc golf world. So what is that? Getting... All right. How's <laughs> your thetical coming up with it right now? All right. Um, would you rather... Uh, throw your disc into a briar patch or throw your disc into um, stagnant water that's wasty, but you can see it, you can get it. And either way, you're going after this disc. So briar patch or stagnant water that you cannot see past the surface in, but it's, it's at least waist deep. Can I just like fish with a retriever until I find it? Nope. You gotta like get in there. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Either way, you are you are going in as a person. No get no retrievers, no gators. I, I have some bad history with stagnant water, so I'm gonna go with the briar patch. Um, I've been in some pretty thick stuff before, and I actually got frustrated enough that I just ran and jumped and like wailed my way in. So I the jumped briar up, patch? twisted. Wasn't quite briar patch, but it was like thick shrubbery. Uh huh. And I just jumped up on top, landed on my back, and fell about halfway in. And then kind of swam around until I got to it. Oh. So I was, I was sick of trying to get in there. So wear a jacket, jump in. Ow, but you get it. And yeah. you don't have to worry about dying. Huh. Well, what is your bad story water. with stagnant just, water? It's all gross. It's all gross. It is gross. I My bad story with stagnant water is watching Stand By Me uh, as a kid. Trauma. Childhood yeah. trauma. Just <laughs> Google it. And, and you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. So yeah. I've never experienced that personally because I've heard, you know, a, 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 a smart man can learn from his mistakes. A wise man can learn from others' mistakes. Yep. I learned from 
from that movie that uh, I don't need to go. Yeah. One one was enough. Tromping through stagnant water. So <laughs> that, that's tough, though. All right. Lose, lose. Um, well, uh, we have – I'm going to announce something real quick. We're going to have a giveaway soon. We talked – we teased it last week. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go take out – oh, wait. No. Okay. Now I'm remembering we talked about this. So we have a West Side Sword and a West Side Hatchet. Um, we thought it might be nice to do these two as a as a theme for you know your 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 sharp bladed weapons. Happy Christmas! Here are sharp objects. Yeah, or holidays. Sorry, <laughs> I don't even celebrate Christmas. I I do. Happy giving away. I celebrate days. Christmas, and my kids go to school at the JCC or they go to preschool at the JCC. Oh, so cool. we're, I'm going to Hanukkah party tomorrow. Cool. Um, <laughs> happy uh, giving away things. Have yeah. sharp objects. Yeah. Happy holidays. Um, so we are giving these away, and we're going to do a random drawing. Correct? Yep. For who? Of anyone who submits a hypothetical. Yes. And so a traditional hypothetical, or we're also going to introduce, we talked a little bit about last week, we're going to introduce another a, one. A fun spin on it. Yep. Yep. But if you submit one of those, your name will go into the drawing and we will have two winners. Yep. One will receive a hatchet, one will receive a sword. And uh, the hatchet is like a penny, it's a super pretty copper. It really is awesome. Looking. It looks like a penny. Yeah. And the sword is like a purple. TP burst tournament burst it says and okay. the hatchet is VIP plastic they are the both plastic, PDGA right? approved <laughs> they're kind of uh, like siblings actually the hatchets like what nine speed understable and the swords like 11 speed kind of straight close ah. so very close actually. I'm looking at the back he's got yeah. the numbers towards him uh, so the sword is a 12 5 oh, 0 12. 2 okay straight though and the hatchet is a 9 6 negative 2 2 okay. hatchet's super understable. So I got hatchet right yeah. sword is off by one um, these are coming courtesy of uh, Cool Daddy Slick Breeze from Bobby Dynamic Disc. Bobby Brown from Dynamic Disc. Thanks, Bobby. So, um, they may have been demoed in an they were. disc right yes. for your video. Yes. Uh, they were demoed at the factory at some point. Yeah. Likely in one of those or Willett Heiser, something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, the hatchet is 172 grams and the sword is 173. So, as we've talked about on this show, the same thing. Yeah, they're both perfect. <laughs> they're a gram apart. Yeah. So, uh, but the, even though they've been thrown, they are in like new condition. Um, you would, they look like they've been just stored in a rack. In yeah, a store, like thro- thrown twice and then shelved. Yeah. So, so you, um, I guess you have until Thursday. So two and a half days. Sure. Is that right? No. So yeah, here this Tuesday. Here this Tuesday. Get back to us by Thursday night. Oh yeah. Unless you yeah. want to let it run two weeks. Nope, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't so, either. Um, yes, so you have two and a half days. Yep, so you have until Thursday evening. Because we want to get these out before Christmas. Yep, yep. Um, Hanukkah will be passed, so sorry. But, you know, save it for next year. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I don't know when Hanukkah is next year. I'm, it's always around Christmas time, but it moves a little bit. Um, so. I don't know. Yeah, I actually have a Jewish holidays calendar in my phone. Nice. That way I can know when my kid's school's closed. <laughs> so. so yeah, submit a hyzer, submit a hypothetical And win a hatchet or win a sword. Yep. We'll pick two random people out of the submissions we get. Uh, if we only have two submissions, you both then win. you both win. And I guess if only one, then you get both? Yeah, probably. Just, to, right. just to punish everyone else. Yep. So, <laughs> so be the one. Get on it, folks. I may try to release this episode a little bit early, too. That's okay. not a promise because I talked about it on my computer. <laughs> so start it three uh, days yeah, early. So what is the date that we're, what's the date on Thursday? 
they are submissions are due the 13th of December at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, they need to be in before that because we need a little bit of time to prep for, to record. Okay, so seven. let's say. Okay, sure. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Mountain, mountain, 13 December. At 6 o'clock Pacific and I don't know what else. 9 o'clock Eastern. There we go. Okay. And if you're outside the country, I'm sorry. I don't know your time zone. But cool that you're here. Uh, and will you post something on Instagram? Like, yep. listen to this episode. Yep. Giveaway's coming out. Okay. Got you. And this is episode 40, which is a nice round Ooh, number. So. That is a pretty number. And uh, I think we're getting close to the end of our first season because I thought we might just do calendar years for our seasons. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been recording almost a year. I think our first one came out late December or sorry, late January. Yeah, this I think year. it was January. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We're awesome. So, uh, <laughs> we've got a little new segment here. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of a spinoff of hypotheticals. Yeah. We, we, we touched it a little bit. Yes. Last week, but Chris went and did some homework. I, I tried to do homework. I, uh, sometimes I'm super creative. Sometimes I'm super not. And I kind of like got stuck in the middle, but we uh we touched it last I think it was last episode about hypothetical doubles partners, so we need to come up with a clever name for it. Hypotheticals, but it's different. Oh, hypothetical uh, doubles. Hypothetical partner. No, it's it's double. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Hypothetical uh, doubles. Okay. Um. So first I one I got. I can't come up with all the puns here. <laughs> Told you. Sometimes <laughs> there's I'm creative. so many disc golf terms. <laughs> sometimes I'm creative and sometimes I'm not. <laughs> So, since we kind of have this ongoing theme of Fast and the Furious, oh, first one. See, these are I have I don't know what these are. This is these exciting. are all these are all rapid fire for Gavin. He has yeah, these. These Chris came up with these. Would you rather be partnered with Dominic Toretto or Brian? Dom or oh my gosh, this is like a Sophie's Choice here mm-hmm. without the violence. Um, well, except for and there will be a lot of. I will. Violence. I will warn you. These are all over the place as far as yeah, yeah. They're. Okay. Whatever. They're all over the place. Ugh. Okay, so I'm getting partnered with Dom or Brian. Um, all right, and I'm I'm approaching this as I'm in the Fast and the Furious world, yeah, well, yeah. not in real life where Paul Walker's dead. So that would make the choice fairly easy. Um, <laughs> That's so, why I said Brian, not Paul Walker. All right, so Dom or Brian. <sighs> okay, Dom is the best in the world at everything he ever does. And so I, I would be shocked if our score would be above 18. (laughs) Um, but Brian also is, is equally as good. Um, but you know what? I'm going to have to go with Dom because Brian is out of the game. He's with Mia raising their kid. I can't remember what the kid's name is. And I don't want to pull Brian back in. I mean, okay. and, and Fate of the Furious, they were ready to pull Brian back in, but they said, no, Brian's out. We've got to respect that. And so I've got to respect, you know, Dom's wishes and, and let family be family. And so, okay. um, sorry, Brian, uh, you just enjoy your retirement living in, uh, in Cuba. I don't know where you're yeah, living now. Doing. Okay. I personally, I say Brian, cause I'm afraid of Dom's torque wrench. Well, that, but I'm on his team. I'm family. So yeah. it's never coming at me. <laughs> you think. That's what you think. <laughs> it's never coming at me. Family, wronging someone whose family is when the wrench comes out. Well, well, but the thing is, like, so I step up and I shank a drive. Well, he's aced it. He's aced it. He's aced it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, if our score could be less than 18, it would be. 
Because he's good at everything. He is the best at yeah, everything. He's pretty good. Okay. I mean, it's it's not a matter of being good. It's the. Do I need to submit evidence to you about like? No, no, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> this dude drove a bill a car from one skyscraper to another skyscraper successfully. But does that mean he can throw a he frisbee? He jumped off of a car and caught Letty midair and broke her fall when she was getting when about to be shot on the tank. Oh, yeah. That, that so, happened. I mean, he you're just, single-handedly you're just a fan of his physical nature. Got a heat-seeking <laughs> missile to chase him. <laughs> and he successfully jumped over a submarine on ice that was breaking through the ice, successfully jumped over the submarine to cause the missile to hit the sub, thus sinking it. Right. You don't think this dude could, could you know, ace a hole? I mean, maybe. You've, you've made a pretty good case for him. So, yeah. All right, I'll just I'll back down on that one. Okay, next one. <laughs> I, the only problem is we'd have to throw American-made discs. So pre- I couldn't throw any of my trilogy stuff. Pre-Sweden. Pre- yeah, well, okay. Yeah, yeah he's could, all about American muscle. He's about American muscle. Yeah. With Brian, you'd only be able to throw Japanese stuff. Which Is there a Japanese disc? Exactly. So another Ooh. reason why Dom is the right, right choice there. All right, fine. All right, I win. Okay, round two. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good one, Chris. I've got a couple Disney-inspired okay. because I love Disney. So round two, would you rather be partnered with Hercules or Maui from Moana? Oh, that's easy. What? That's so easy. Who? Maui. Why? Uh... Well, one, he's less annoying than Hercules. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But well, like, like mature Hercules. Like he knows who he is. He's confident. He's not this little scrawny pipsqueak. I don't think I've actually ever seen Hercules all oh, the way through. Huge advantage me. Yeah. But no, uh, this is this is like there's never been an easier answer in the world. It's Maui. No, it's Hercules. That's absolutely Hercules Maui. Hercules even throws a discus in the movie. And he takes down like all of Athens. Yeah, I didn't know that. He knocks down like <laughs> twelve pillars, and maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's something else. But in my head, Hercules throws a discus. And it's he, awesome. he very well may. I'm I'm gonna stick with Maui though. Okay. Uh, he's got his hook. Yeah, that's not helpful. Um. Oh, it's totally helpful because because he can when your disc it. goes in the water, he can fish it right out. But uh, <laughs> of everything you can do with a magical hook, you <laughs> use it to fish. It's a fish hook. What else are you going to do with it? I don't know. Shapeshift. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. So uh, he can also, you know, turn himself into a bird. But then he's foot faulting. So flying putts oh. count as jump putts. And they're both just crazy strong. So yeah. I think it's who you'd rather hang out with. I'm going to say Maui. I think Maui's just as annoying. I love him. One of my favorite Disney characters. Yeah. But he's annoying. He's like that 15-year-old boy who just teases people as much as he can. No, but, but like by the end of it, you know, when he's returned the heart of Tafiti, he's, you know, mellowed out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Also, a good thing about Maui too is, and this is very sincere, disc golf courses are oftentimes not laid out very well and signage is bad. You need a wayfinder. You need someone that can absolutely <laughs> navigate properly to the next hole. Uh, game over. <laughs> Maui. Sorry, Herc. Okay. <laughs> Maui wins. Okay, wizarding. Gandalf or Dumbledore? Oh. Is this even a question? 
It's got to be Gandalf. Yeah. Okay. But I've never seen either of them like actually express magic. Would they both just make all of them? What do you mean express magic? Like tele whatever telekinetic. I mean Gandalf a little bit. Oh, you mean like move things with his mind or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Gandalf doesn't need to. Why? He'll get the eagles to do it, or he'll like you know summon. But you can't. You can't like you can't fly the disc in there. Like that's still cheating. All right, but so this is this is a tournament, right? So mm-hmm. we're playing against other people. Do you think anyone is going to be able to make it when none shall pass? <laughs> he just stands in the fairway. Yeah. <laughs> we have up. a distinct advantage. <laughs> but in order for none shall pass, he fell. Like you lose him if you use none shall pass. That's fine. I can finish the round and I know he'll come back as the white as the white wizard. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede it. Okay, um, would you rather play with Olaf or Sven from Frozen? The reindeer or the snowman? Oh, geez. Uh, I don't have an answer for this one. The reindeer or the snowman? Um, whoa. The snowman who comes apart yeah, when he gets yeah, hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say Olaf. That's a snowman, right? Yep. I'm going to say How Olaf. How do you not know Frozen? You have little kids. Oh, I do know Frozen, but <laughs> ask me a question about Incredibles 2. I got it. Oh, I almost went Incredibles. We, we've just, you know, we've Frozen's a few years old, so we're yeah. you're, you're on Jack Jack. Yeah, I've seen Frozen. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. How many times have I seen? I couldn't count how many times I've seen Frozen. Um, and and that's beginning to end. I couldn't count. And times I've seen segments of it. No way. Yeah. Uh, I stood in line at Disneyland for two and a half plus hours, three and a half hours, something like that, so that my I think she was three at the time. Your old daughter could meet Elsa and Anna. Oh, and uh, okay. Small digression here. I think they've fixed the system and they use like fast passes now when they want to meet like the really popular characters. But if you are legally an adult and I, and I say the word legally because I'm not talking about your maturity level or 18. whether or not you got a job. If you are legally an adult, 18. Yeah. And you are the youngest person in your party. You should not be standing in line to meet these characters <laughs> when there are toddlers who are anxious to meet these characters. Also, even worse than that, you should not be taking the character's time by asking the princess questions as if she were real. I am talking to you, two 20-something-year-old girls who are dressed up, cosplaying at Disneyland, which I don't think you can do anymore, um, in line to go meet Elsa and Anna, who spent about five minutes, like they spent enough time with them that the little handler had to scoot them out of the room Um Asking them questions about what it's like in Arendelle and move. (laughs) I'm standing in this line because of you. That line was at least, and I'm being very conservative here and generous, at least 40% longer because of adults (laughs) who are wanting to not be adults. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel very strongly about Uh, this. Yeah. You're an adult. 
I, I know Disneyland, that though. you're allowed to like the movie. You're allowed to go on the rides. You're allowed to enjoy Disneyland. That's fine. A part of enjoying Disneyland is meeting the Don't characters. Don't make a toddler stand in line 40% longer so that you can pretend that you're a toddler too. Because you ain't. You're legally an adult. You're supposed to be voting. And that's scary. <laughs> this isn't a political show, but I don't, I don't think that's a very charged statement. <laughs> so... I haven't thought about them in years, so thanks, Chris, for bringing that up. I got you. Got you. Olaf. Okay. And my reason for Olaf is he has... A hand. Something similar to a hand. I, yeah, I think my answer would be Sven, because he could caddy, too. Olaf, it would be amazing, though, to see him throw when his arm goes with it, and it's just spinning. That's true. That would be pretty You'd have to go pick up his arm, stick his arm back in, and then let go. That'd be fun, too. And I, I got to say, that character is charming. It would be painful to... Really, though, to walk around with them that long and just having to explain everything. Like, that's a blade of grass, Olaf. Yes. Yes, it's a blade of grass. <laughs> yeah. Everything, yeah. you know, when everything is magic, nothing's magic. That's true. And so that's true. He's, he's, a, he's a very sincere character, but he may get a little annoying. At least Sven wouldn't talk. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm going with Olaf again because I think he might have some ability to throw. Sven could bite it. And he's a strong That's guy. That's true. <sighs> All right. I'm going to stick with Olaf, Kay. though, just because. I got two more. All right. Uh, a chimpanzee mm-hmm. or your favorite professional disc golfer minus their fingers. Well, you're my favorite professional disc golfer. So me without fingers or a chimp. Uh... Okay, let me just rephrase this. Do you want to spend the afternoon with Chris Telesbo or a chimp? <laughs> uh, a chimp. No, okay. So Chris minus his fingers or a chimp. I'm going to go with you minus your fingers mm. because you can at least caddy. True. Chimps could caddy. Yeah, but but you actually could offer me some like <laughs> throw this, throw it at this angle, try this. Um, and hopefully my game would improve a little bit. Okay. Uh, a chimp, points. I'd just be worried about him like, Ripping the face off of myself or other people on the card. Every once in a while. It's not. How many other. When you hear face ripped off. Chimps. Yeah. Is there any other word in that headline besides chimpanzee? Terminator. Well, okay. But in real life. (laughs) Terminator. You don't know. Terminator. Yeah. Terminator never ripped anybody's face off. No, but his face comes off. Oh, well, but. All right. Well, no, it melts off. It doesn't get ripped off. It, or it gets It looks off. quite similar. Yeah, it does. Actually, I, I did not look at those pictures of the people with the face, head faces I, ripped I off. I just didn't have a desire to. Um, not making fun of those people. Like, that's an awful thing. That being said, like, I don't need to be around a chimp. See, I'd love to teach a chimp to throw a frisbee. That would be great uh, until the chimp rips your face off. But if he doesn't, you had a great time and you taught a monkey to throw a frisbee, which would be even cooler. I... You're just worried about your face. I get it. Yeah. Okay. My favorite. I'm not worried about just my face. I'm worried about the face of everyone <laughs> at the park that day. Don't, don't, don't anger the chimp. He will take your face off. Yeah. Also, so worst case scenario, he's tearing your face off. Best case scenario, he's pelting you with feces because they're really good at throwing that. I don't know Which if they're going to throw I a frisbee. They could be good at throwing a frisbee. They throw a lot of stuff. Okay. They're very dexterous. I, I would still go with okay. with you. Uh, last one? Yes. At least of my today's. Um, David Attenborough 
Okay, Prime Minister? No. No, he's, he's the narrator for all the BBC Earth documentaries. <laughs> okay. Magnificent voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like 80. Yeah, okay. Or Morgan Freeman. Also magnificent voice. Also like 80. Okay. Uh, that's an easy one. It's Morgan Freeman. Why? Well, if I tell people I hung out with David Attenborough, Chris Telesbo is going to go, whoa, that's amazing. Okay, okay. A ton of people know who he is. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. I knew the They're name. They're like the I knew two that the most name famous narrators. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard Benedict Cumberbatch say penguin? Penguins. <laughs> he just devolves so quickly. Penguin. <laughs> penguin. Penguin. <laughs> what are you saying? Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's uh, in South Pacific. There's a documentary called South Pacific. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, narrates that one, and you should watch it. Cannot say the word penguin. I think he, you can just find those clips on YouTube. He too. has a hard time with the word penguin. Yeah. And it just keeps getting worse and worse, and they let it go, and it turns into a new animal. Yeah. So, yeah, check him out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm going to say Morgan Freeman, though. Is uh, it just because he's more famous? No. No. Because um, I genuinely feel like I would have more fun. Okay. David Attenborough seems like a very um, staid, proper Englishman Morgan oh, Freeman uh, would likely be wearing like a Kangol, you know, cause we're out on That's the golf fair. course and uh, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily expect either of them to enjoy what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. The day. But okay. So go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. But uh, I feel like Morgan Freeman. Well, I, th- I picture them both being absolutely terrible because they're old and they don't really care. Yeah, that's right? why. Not because, like, I think, you know, in their time, sure. So right. I, I'm torn because Attenborough is so good at narrating nature stuff. You could just be living a nature documentary that's as you walk. True. He would, like, he look at things and he would, he would go off in that poetic voice of whatever just happened. And you're like, oh, wow. My guess, though, is that he's not writing those scripts. Oh, definitely not. So I don't but know that. I feel so like I think he's if, done enough. If you expected him to say something, he'd say, my boy, you're not paying me enough, nor have you written enough for yeah. me to speak to yeah. you. Where is my script? I think Morgan Freeman. I think Morgan Freeman's got a little more goofy in him. Yeah, yeah. I think if, you know, as long as you say like, hey, I'm going to buy you a sandwich after this, he's going to at least, you know, pretend to enjoy himself. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I'd have and, to flip uh, a coin or like them both. You know, yeah, and there's, you know, all sorts of stuff to talk to him about. Wait a minute. What am I even thinking here? Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> there we go. I just talked to him about Batman. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well. That's it. There we go. <laughs> and and he would have to say to me several times, you know, that was a movie, right? And I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, no, no. But tell like, me more. Tell yeah, me more. but so when you're designing the Tumblr, why wasn't the bridge working? Because, I mean, the vehicle's amazing, but what was not working you, about the bridge? You no, know, I didn't design that, right? Yeah, I understand, but Lucius. But listen, you're not listening. <laughs> but then he might be grumpy. You might yeah, so, ruin your day. Okay, so 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 how did you get the nanotech to... Okay, but Batman. <laughs> I know it's your throat, but Batman. <laughs> That's a good argument. I can't, oh. I can't touch that. There you go. Yeah, it's Lucius Fox. All right. <sighs> well, that was fun, Chris. So those, those are invited as well. Okay. Any, Hypothetical doubles. I'm. I'm gonna. I gave you this one a while ago. I don't know if you remember it on okay. the course. Um, but I'm gonna throw this one at you, and then I think that will round up, wrap up for the night. Okay. Uh, so you're in a doubles tournament. 
and you can either be partnered with Hawkeye from the Avengers mm-hmm. or Bullseye from, you know, Daredevil I, villain. I feel like we disagreed here. I think we did. And I say Bullseye. And why do you say Bullseye? Because he doesn't miss. I mean, Hawkeye doesn't really either. But, like, I'll just always throw first so that I'm never, I don't, you know, I get to participate. But then Bullseye makes everything. Like, he never misses any shot looking or not looking. Doesn't matter. Right? And, yeah, sure, he might, you know, turn and kill me at any time. I don't think it's a might, Chris. No, it's a might. Like, as long as, you know, I don't know him well. But I'm not afraid of him. Like, he just he just kills people sometimes. So I'm on his team. Like, you know, if I contribute at all, I helped him win. Right? And then he likes me. And then I don't die. So, but if he's in the tournament, like, if he's there, anybody is capable of dying. Like, yeah. he could just hear a noise across the park. Boom, they're dead. Right? I'd rather have him with me so I can at least monitor it. I, I think where you went wrong here, Chris, is you said that you'd throw first. Because you would throw, and no matter how good oh, your throw was, kills me. if it wasn't an ace, he'd be frustrated with you, and he would he would kill you. That could happen. It, the only like the only question at that point is, what is he using to kill you with? Is he throwing a disc at you, just right at your larynx and crushing it? Ooh. Is he taking the pencil from the tournament and throwing it into your eye? Is he taking a mini marker and just throwing it like you know right like into your mouth and, and causing you to asphyxiate? No. So I'm gonna throw first. I'm gonna stick with this. So that I feel like I'm participating for myself, but I'm going to let him have his headset. He's going to play with his headphones on with that therapeutic, whatever that verse is he listens now to. No, but those tapes were all destroyed by Daredevil. But I have them. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gotta, where wait. did you get them, Chris? I mean, come on. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Easy. I recorded them before they were destroyed. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Easy. And then he stays calm and then he doesn't kill me. Uh, but... He's going to kill you because you went in and recorded those tapes. So you knew his secrets. So and he's, he's going to be upset with he's going to He's going to beat Hawkeye every day. Hawkeye will never beat him. I don't know that that's true, Chris, because Hawkeye's the good guy. Yeah, but good guys don't always win. Ultimately, they do. <laughs> no, they don't. That's movies. <laughs> I think we're talking about movie characters. No, we're talking about a round of disc golf, which is not a movie. Well, no, it's clearly Hawkeye, We're hosting though. a movie character. If you remember from Avengers Age of Ultron, which was basically Hawkeye the movie. Um, yeah, I don't even think I saw it. Uh, the movie's not great, but I actually do like the Hawkeye stuff. I'm, I think I'm in the minority on that one, but I think that was a fairly interesting story. And I think that character, I missed that character in the last Avengers movie. So uh, I like Hawkeye. You know, a lot of people think he's the useless Avenger, but I, mean, I, I like Jeremy is. Renner. I like the character. I like the family life kind of stuff going on with it. I, I like it. You said it, not me, though. He's the useless Avenger. Well, no, I said people say that about him. Mm-hmm. He's look at him at the 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 incident in New he's, York when he's just killing Scree left and right. He's fine. He's fine. Or not Scree. What were they? Scrolls? No, they're not scrolls. I don't know what they're called, but I know what they look like. Chitari. There we go. Yeah, I mean, he was just he was he was murdering those fools. When you know Bruce Banner's there, not not ready to Hulk out yet, and you know, yeah, no, he he definitely pulls his weight. That sure. being said, yeah, uh, he says, it's, you know, they asked him what he was doing in retirement in Avengers Age of Ultron. He says, well, I tried golf. I played eighteen, shot eighteen. So again, I I'm not saying that Hawkeye is going to be as good at disc golf as Dom Toretto, but I think I'm also shooting another eighteen. <laughs> and if I make a mistake. I don't think Hawkeye's going to instantly murder me. 
And as long yeah, as I'm not threatening think. the free world, I'm not going to die at Hawkeye's hand. Yeah, but if ooh, but if Bullseye is even at the course, you might die anyway. Well, I've got an Avenger to protect me. I think I'll be fine. He won't be able to. How couldn't he? He's an Avenger. Bullseye would kill Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye would see it coming and like somehow deflect no. his. No, well, Bull- Bullseye would beat Hawkeye in a fight. You have to admit that. I don't know. Actually, no, I don't think I do have to admit that, Chris. I need like a comic book fan's opinion here. I am a comic book fan. A better one. <laughs> <laughs> a different one. We'll go different. So write in. Uh, write any, in. Any comic and books? Let us know. Yeah, I want to know. But I do not fight. think that Hawkeye would lose in a fight to Bullseye. Um, or at least ultimate. I don't think Hawkeye would be killed by Bullseye. I think he might. Well, yeah. For dramatic yeah. tension, they might let him lose in the first act and then come back in the third act and beat him again. I don't think he would die, but I think Bullseye would beat him in a fight. I don't know. And I'm, not, I'm not even a big Bullseye fan. I just don't like Hawkeye. Yeah. I don't know. Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's really pretty. Uh, Hawkeye's underrated. That's, uh, actually, I don't know. I think he's pretty correctly rated. <laughs> The, what was it? The worthless Avenger? The, the useless Avenger useless is what Avenger. people call him. But not, that's not what I'm calling him. <laughs> All right. Well, write in. Tell Chris how he's wrong. Uh, and write in Heiser Tentacles. Yes. So that you can be entered to win. Free Frisbees. A sword or a hatchet. Uh, that being said, would not want to give either of these to Bullseye. Because. You'd be dead. Yeah. Because you're afraid of him. You said it. Oh, I'm. Yes, <laughs> with good reason. You should be afraid of a... Yeah, well, he just kills everybody. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> that is true. He, he He's not someone who should not be feared. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, Matt Murdock, supposedly the man without fear. Fine. I don't know. I that. think he's afraid of Bullseye. I, he should be. I think he is. Yeah. Everyone like, should from, be afraid. From that first fight, he's like shaking up about him. Uh, yeah. And, and, and well, you should be, the dude is straight up psychopath, like Like homicidal maniac, diagnosed insane. Yes. Completely like disassociative identity. Like, like, yeah. Nuts, full on nuts with the uncanny ability to just throw anything and kill you instantly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you should be terrified of that dude. Yeah, so why would you invite him to disc golf? Hey. He showed up. Yeah, it would. you're the one who chose him. You could have chosen Hawkeye. Bullseye wouldn't have even been invited. No, you, they're both at a doubles tournament. I want to be on Bullseye's team. They're not both. Didn't, I didn't say they were. It was like a random draw. You invited this person to come play with you. Okay, but then if I if I have Bullseye's <laughs> phone number, we're on good enough terms that I'm not going to die. You, you, you know, it was through via Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at bullseye come disc golf okay <laughs> 35 dead found in park <laughs> in the first 10 minutes yeah and that's a wrap <laughs> uh if you haven't seen daredevil season three though there is a pretty great scene where bullseye throws a uh, collection plate and heisers it perfectly right into matt murdoch's face so i think that's what happens with it I don't remember, but he, I do remember he throws it and it just yeah, flies yeah. perfectly. So it's perfect. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, I hope good. you all had fun listening and, uh, write in, uh, give us some hypotheticals. Uh, you can, um, 
you know what? Let's just take submissions via, how should we do this? Just on Instagram? So that we've got them in one place? Or email. Just via email? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're longer things. Yes. So we're just taking submissions via email yep. for this one for the hypotheticals. So we'll yep. have more turn more. We've got a bunch of stuff to give away. Uh, all courtesy of Dynamic Discs and Cold Daddy Slick Breeze. I will post these two on Instagram with instructions to this podcast and said email reply. Yes. So, yeah, and just with a link to the email. So write in uh, proamdiscgolf at gmail.com, and you can do a hypothetical or a hypothetical doubles. Uh, you know, who would you rather play with? Yep. Uh, write it. Follow us on facebook.com at gmail.com. Facebook.com at gmail.com. Oh, my goodness gracious. Facebook.com slash Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm just saying nonsense right yeah, now. Yeah, like Hawkeye's better than Bullseye. It's just all day. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt there. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so everything Gavin says today is nonsense. We've heard it from the man. Okay, Hawkeye can hold his own anyway. in, a, in, a, in, in martial combat against Black Widow. Meh. I don't think Bullseye could. Bullseye, yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. There you go. Of course you don't know now. Now that there's like actual facts well, no, and no, information no, 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 in front no, no, of you, no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Fake news, That's huh? That's such a stretch. Where do you, where do you, no, no, I'm not going there. Movies are cut off. I'm not going there right now. Where, where do I get that information that he could hold his own against? No, Black I was going to say, where does the Punisher fit in with your little tier here of fighting? Oh, Punisher's not necessarily a great hand-to-hand combatant, but Punisher will just kill you. Yeah. He'll figure out a way to, to kill That's you, and how he Bullseye will not. Too. They will kill you. It doesn't matter if you're Hawkeye. They will kill you. That's what they do. Mm. So, yeah, like, in a brawl, whatever, but you're still going to die. Let's just agree to disagree here, Chris. I think we have to. Yeah. But uh, if you, if you work for Marvel, let us know. <laughs> We're clearly trying to help you out here. <laughs> Did I give like the Facebook and follow us? You tried, yeah. <laughs> at prompt disc golf you on know Instagram. Where it's at. Uh, we're, we're just with the stuffs. So um, <laughs> rate and review us on iTunes. Um, that would be great. We've got some ratings. I think we're still at five stars, and that's fantastic. I would love to get some more reviews. That will help us move up uh, in the search queues when yep. people try to search for disc golf podcasts. That'll help us pop up there, and um, yeah, that's a good way to share the show with somebody else. And uh, this Christmas season, when you're with your family and you know visiting, you know if you're fortunate enough in the holiday season to be around family and friends, grab their phones and subscribe to Pro and Disc yep. Golf on their phones. Yep. They don't even need to know about it. If it's your mom, she doesn't listen to podcasts. No, they wouldn't. She even doesn't know. even know. Just subscribe. Yep. <laughs> Helps everybody. Yeah. Really? Except Hawkeye. He's helpless. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Keep throwing plastic. Cheers.